and welcome to another episode of the Marshall Spotlight podcast with me, Andrew Moran, and my guest, Priyanka Sharma, another name that I can pronounce very successfully. That's two in a row now. And unfortunately, I'm having some right technical issues today, so I have to bodge my, my video and my audio together, even though I just recorded a podcast episode just 20 minutes ago. My PC decided to die on me, but hey-ho, it is what it is. We roll with it. So, Priyanka, do you want to introduce yourself today? Yep. Firstly, um, hello, Andrew. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm I'm excited to be on this podcast with you. And... Uh, um, I'm uh, to be honest, I'm a little nervous. So <laughs> let's see how it goes. This is my first podcast podcast. Um, so to introduce myself, I'm a software engineer based out of UK, working for Microsoft for the last two years. Um, I started my career with Microsoft, then moved to Goldman Sachs with the with the financial industry and uh, took a career break and then full circle back to Microsoft. So it's been um, like a full circle uh, to uh, in my career journey, have been a techie throughout. So, yeah, that's a bit, uh, just a brief intro about myself. I say you don't have to be scared at all about being on this podcast. I say every single episode we do, we try and make our guests relaxed as much as possible because, you know, me and John and Sophie have done this now 72 times. So <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's normal for us. I mean, we've had many guests on who've obviously been a little bit nervous, but, you know, end of the day, our subject, our, our topic is very easy. It's you. Our, the subject is going to be everything that basically submitted to us. So, you know, it's everything you shared with us, though. So, yeah, you don't have nothing to be uh, you know, nervous about at all. So, right, we'll kick off because, you know, you've already explained you're a bit nervous. So let's dive into what you've basically, I mean, how we, how we do it, because obviously I think you've obviously news to the show. We've got to talk about your past first and the present and the future. So let's talk about, you know, you already mentioned that, you know, you're not originally from the UK. Um, you've come over here. So do you want to start how like early life was with you over in India? So. Growing up, my early life has been uh, living across different cities in India. I'm basically from India. Um, so I've enjoyed living uh, in different cities, the culture, meeting new people. Uh, as a result, I make friends easily. Like I, like I try to adapt to a new place uh, quite easily. Um, so I uh, I did my engineering in comp Computer, computer science, and then straight out of college, uh, I joined Microsoft as a graduate, uh, as a campus recruiter and recruitment, and worked um, uh, worked there for a couple of years, then moving to Goldman Sachs um, as a uh, again in the technical uh, division there. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was looking through like, your LinkedIn profile, and I can see that you know. With your career, yes, you did start Microsoft right at college. You went to that other company, because, um, as you just said, and then you had like um, a career break because obviously you then become a mother. Yes, so the career break is quite important. It's quite <laughs> close to my heart. You know, if everything goes right, it's it's like um, everything is according. Uh, uh, it just falls into place. But life is seldom that, right? Life never grow, grow, uh, goes according to a plan. So uh, when in 2018 is back when I felt that I needed to focus on my mental health, as well as my growing child who needed my you know, presence a lot more than I was able to give him at that point of time because of the 
the pressure of the, the, the job. So I, I spoke to my family, I spoke to my managers, I have been very lucky to have, uh, uh, you know, supportive managers and skip level managers who understood that, okay, I need, I need some, like, you know, time off. And I was very clear I needed some time off, not just a couple of months. Uh, I like I, I didn't put an end limit to it, you know. Like I, I just give my give, wanted to give myself time to recuperate and to uh, understand where I want to, what I wanted to do next. So that two and a half years was a really good time to uh, uh, personally. So that was the like that was up till the COVID time, that is 2021. Obviously, you know, COVID was horrible for everybody, you know. Obviously, at that point, you're still living in India. So, I'm not, I mean, how, how was like, COVID in India? COVID point? was in India was the first wave, I think, in terms of waves. Uh, when it initially came, it wasn't that bad. But when the second wave hit us, it was really horrible, right? It, it was like so many news, bad news all over the new, uh, all over the news channel and in the media. So, you just, it, it was a difficult time. Right. It was, I think, across the world, it was a difficult time to manage uh, uh, your own self. And uh, yeah, so. It was tough, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. looking at obviously, obviously career break, I know that obviously you're, you're, you're a working mother now because you're back at Microsoft. The one thing that I picked up on, on your show notes I've not not heard before and come across is the, is the returnship that Microsoft offer. That's, that's yes. something I've never... I mean, I've spoken to so many Microsoft people on this podcast, and that's not something that anyone's ever mentioned. So what is this returnship program that Microsoft has? Yes, that's an absolutely great thing that you picked up. And I wanted to talk about it because um, that's, as I mentioned, life seldom goes according to plan, right? So um, the, the, uh, this Microsoft has a very great uh, returnship program, which is called a springboard in India. So it is it, it is offered to people uh, to women who are currently on a career break and want to join the workforce. So it's like a four month internship, and uh, you work with an actual team with the project. You have a deliverables, and at the end of it, you have an op based on your performance, you have an option to convert to a full time employee. So we had a cohort of seventy women who had joined uh, in 2021 and around 50% converted to full-time employees. And some of the women actually had 10 plus years of career break. So, uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's absolutely, you know, uh, eye-opening. And uh, it, to be honest, uh, Andrew, it is sometimes we hold ourselves back, right? And programs like these, um, it's not just Microsoft, it is like other companies are making a lot of effort to get women who have left the workforce for different reasons to come back into workforce and to be look uh, you know uh, help alleviate those concerns that we have are we uh, are we wanted <laughs> that's the same thing would are our skills still valid can we uh, fit back into the corporate world so all that is like a a, a good time good pro this program helped me to you know uh, quit you know assimilate back into the corporate world after a career break of two and a half years, not touching any code. So it just uh, uh, helped me. So it's, I, for any, for anyone who is currently on a career break, uh, they're always like road, roadblocks, right? Uh, so these, help, these programs definitely help. So that was the program which I went through in 2021. 
and at the end of it, I got converted as a full-time employee um, in one of the uh, teams in Hyderabad. Um, so that was in 2021. Uh, again, during the, uh, as life happens, uh, my husband got an offer in London. So we said, okay, let's try moving to London. And uh, with a baby in tow, the second one, and we moved here. Uh, luckily, I got an option, uh, a, a new job here in Microsoft as uh, UK. So the the journey continues, and let's see how it goes. I mean, it's good that obviously you was able to, you know, transition from obviously India over to the UK and still keep your role, because obviously, you know, moving to a different country, there wasn't, there's no guarantee that basically you'd be able to continue. Yes. I mean, how, how did it differ from being a working mother in India to, to the UK? Um, if you ask me, there is a lot of support back home, right? As a working mother, you have a lot of help, uh, a domestic help that you can have. Uh, so, family and friends and that kind of stuff. And yeah. plus the family and friends who can come over and support you. So there's a lot of support that is available. Uh, that I missed when I came here. It was all on us, like trying to manage a, manage our way around and settle in. So, yeah, it was difficult initially. I wouldn't say I would I wouldn't sugarcoat and say it was easy. It was difficult, but then we took our time. We knew it was a new country and it's new for all. It's everything is new. So we just gave some gave a lot of time for ourselves. And how, how have you found the transition from India to the UK in, in, within Microsoft? Um, it's it's good. It's uh, uh, the transition. I would say the different the, the number of nationalities I've uh, the of the pe the people of nationalities I've met here in UK is amazing. It's mind boggling. I've met uh, and interacted with people who, uh, who are like uh, colleagues who are from Egypt, <laughs> UK, uh, US, and uh, Brazil, and uh, and so and so forth. It's just mind boggling. It's for me, it, the important part of any job is people, right? It's the people who work, who you work with, and that is an important part for me. So, and uh, the transition um, was, I'm the, I, I'm a person who is open to, you know, um, transition. To I try to adapt to it. So I, I took it in a positive way. This is that, okay, you, uh, you, you made the change and you have to be open to change. So I, I tried I took the transition in the positive way. Yeah. So what kind of support did you get from Microsoft UK um, since, since becoming like a, a working mother within the organization? Because I've spoken to obviously many different women from the UK that worked for Microsoft UK, but how did it differ for yourself? What, what, did, what did you feel was good? What was bad? And what could be done differently? I actually most of my maternity was in India. Uh, so there we have around six months of uh, paid maternity, right? Uh, of full full pay and, and an okay. option to extend uh, three months uh, more. So in that case, um, that was like uh, a very good support with from Microsoft, which I had in India. And I, when I transitioned and moved at the end of, so when I jo joined my new role here in UK, it was at the end of my maternity. So it just flew. Uh, like it just, uh, you know, transitioned quite easily in that way. And in terms of when I when I joined, I I, I was quite open and apprehensive that uh, I'm a new mother. I will I, I explained that uh, to my managers and that I'm a new mother. I need this flexibility. Uh, and uh, and my managers 
uh, have been supportive in that way that okay there uh, there is a understanding that okay as a new mother new to country uh, i needed an extra bit of flexibility so i i was fortunate to get that yeah i mean obviously because uh, you come to a new country you, you don't know the ins and outs of how this country works day to day. Yeah. So uh, having that flexibility and understanding what happens when your child is sick, what doctors you go to, and all that exactly. kind of thing. There's something completely new to yourself because you obviously wasn't born and raised here. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a things like this only when the, the child is sick. Well, how do you work around the uh, work your way around NHS? I needed flexibility for that, and my um, my managers throughout the, the time have been supportive. That's wicked. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about Microsoft UK. I mean, I say, I've, I'm based in the UK. I've met many different people over over the years. Um, and there's quite a few that I'm still trying to get on this podcast to do a lot of good work within Microsoft, especially around women in tech. So, yes. As a, a new person entering uh, the UK, how have you found, obviously, working with new teams, building social circles? Because obviously, that's one of the, the biggest things that you would have lost moving over yep um it's the story i think it is uh teams microsoft teams is an absolutely great tool uh we as a we as a crew are uh based in the uk we have a, we are a crew of around four to five people uh who are based in the uk um but then uh, one uh, one of them is in one part of the UK and the others are out of London. So Microsoft Teams, I find, is a very good way to you know uh, help build connections. And plus, the in meet in person when we meet, uh, we do find that we try to make that connections, um, right? So that is also an important part of it. So, but. Uh, Again, it's just it's it it doesn't come easy, right? You have to make an effort to be able to to share your journey, to share your stories, and listen to there to be uh, to listen to the other person's story. So I have always um, found that when you share your uh, authentic self, uh, the when and the other person is comfortable sharing their authentic self, you just form that natural connection, right? So that that is how I. Uh, try to make my social um, network here at work. That's awesome. So what else can you tell about Microsoft UK since you know, obviously you've lived two different Microsoft lives, how they differ, how they, you know, or even how similar they are? Um, because, you know, it's, it must be, I mean, obviously I'm guessing it's more diverse in the UK than it is in India. Yes, it is more diverse. But the presence of Microsoft in India is the biggest outside US. So you have a, the biggest presence of Microsoft, which is like the, the development center, the engineering is uh, uh, after US, you have it in India. So yeah. the uh, so the number of teams and the work that is being done, the number of offices in India is it, it's mind boggling to be that the scale is humongous. Microsoft UK is at a smaller level, so um, there is like if there is difference in that uh, the the scale. Three offices in the UK. No. Yes. The no, no, no. They've got what? You got London, uh, TVP, Manchester, Glasgow, Dublin. And I'm not too sure if there's one in Northern Ireland. Um. Yeah. So and the presence is not. That isn't uh, the headcount isn't that much. So in no. terms of India, it's a, a lot more uh, a, a bigger presence. 
uh, outside of uh, US. So in, that is one of the difference which I felt. Uh, diversity is the, uh, again, you meet so many diverse people here. And uh, there is a lot of focus on um, your life outside work here in UK at like a work-life balance, I would say, right? So that is what I, uh, not just to Microsoft India, just, just that uh, uh, working within India and working outside India, that is something which I've observed. There is a, like a, there is a little more focus on work, on your life outside work, right? There is uh, sort of the, and so-called work-life balance as well. So that's more, um, that's one of diff another difference which I felt. Okay, cool. So what so what do you do then for Microsoft UK? Obviously you said you're a software engineer, but what does your role entail? Um, my title is a software engineer too. Um, I'm with the uh, industry solutions engineering team within Microsoft. Uh, what we do at industry solutions engineering is that we work with customers uh, in the, uh, across different industries. I'm working with the financial services industries uh, clients uh, so who have a complex business business problem to be solved and Microsoft partner like comes the, the, the ISC engineering team comes works with the engineers from the customer and we work in a code with manner. So if the, for example, if there is a business problem uh, that the customer has, we our engineers and the customers engineers will work together to build up uh, to build up a solution to solve that problem. It could be related to AI, to data, and uh, uh, to finance, mostly in the finance service industry space. So there are different verticals, the health, the manufacturing, the finance service industry, and so on and so forth. I'm working in the financial service industry space. So uh, generally, the the way the engagements are in the ISC space is that they are for three to four months, uh, 12 weeks, and then you try to deliver, you deliver the product and you work or you work with the customer and then you move on to a next engagement. So the in terms of the learning with every engagement is quite varied, right? You would be working with some technology stack in, for one engagement, you upskill uh, for another technology stack and then you work on the second engagement. So it's the learning is like uh, you have like quite a lot. Um, that isn't there in any other role uh, that throughout my career. So, yeah. Cool. And obviously doing that role, I'm guessing it's primarily home-based? Yes. So it's flexible. So we, uh, Microsoft has a hybrid work policy. Uh, so as for whenever, like we, as for the, the team uh, decisions, we try to meet uh, in person, when we can in our offices, but most of the time the the team is working remotely. Awesome. So how does that work with obviously childcare during your particular role? The childcare, uh, to be honest, Andrew, for me and my husband have been working from home and we have been managing our child, the little one we're, uh, at home. He has been uh, docile till now, but that's going to change soon because he's hitting two and trouble two. Is it not the trouble, troubling twos that hits? So we are, we are going to still, uh, we are going to uh, revisit the childcare arrangement soon and see how that works going forward. But up till now, touch with it has worked fine. Good, 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 good. So obviously we spoke about 
know, your early career, your present day. So what, what, what do you want to achieve within your IT career and where do you see yourself going? Um, I've thought about it, Andrew. I think uh, well, I want, I, I feel strongly about, you know, uh, helping women uh, across, you know, the, who, who are in career break. Sometimes I, during my career break, I read this book. My sister recommended me this book about, from Sheryl Sandberg, Lean In. And uh, uh, I, when I read it, it just so many things resonated with me. Like how as a woman, you are holding yourself back, you put restrictions on yourself. Um, so I feel that if I can make some way of, you know, helping other women who are on a career pick and want to return to workforce, if I can help some way and uh, uh, that would be like the, that would, that would really be good. Uh, so I try to find opportunities um, to do that. Let's see how that goes. That's one of the things which I want to achieve. Uh, to, to, set, yeah, it, to set an example, not an example, but just that it can be done. When you see uh, the representation matters, doesn't it? So, the, the, so that is what I want to achieve. Yeah, I remember seeing um, a while ago, um a post from a, a, a woman that I know at Microsoft, Tina Shepard. She put a post on up on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. says Microsoft allows her to focus um, a small time each week on diversity inclusion. And her passion is for those new moms heading out on the maternity leave and also return back to Microsoft and thrive. So she set up like a whole like parent club, a new parent club. Mm -hmm. um, so they, across like 60 babies are basically received um, like a Microsoft baby growth saying that we are family. I mean, maybe that's something that obviously you can look at probably getting yeah, involved with, yeah. with uh, Tina. But to, to yeah. you, if there's anything you can you support as, as a, you know, a woman that's basically experienced being on a career break, going through that, matern that maternity period and then, you know, returning back to the workforce. That That's a good, uh, that uh, you know, that's a good suggestion, Andrew. Actually, I was part of a mentoring, similar mentoring program in Goldman when I had my first one. So I mentored the new mothers who were coming back to Goldman Sachs. Uh, but I, I, I think that is a good thing. I should learn, try to learn more about the uh, the, the mentoring, new mother mentoring session uh, program that you mentioned. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of organizations nowadays do have a lot of good support for women that basically want to return to the workplace. But then, I think also as well, if you look at um, women that are wanting to, you know, who finish maternity leave or want to basically go into a new role, one of the biggest challenges is job description. Yeah, yeah. When you look at that job description going, well, you know, is it flexible for, you know, my childcare? Is it flexible for me for being at home when obviously you need to be? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of work has to be done more around that and the wording yes. needs to be correct. I know yes. in my organisation, Fujitsu, they've done a lot more with our job descriptions to try and make them as inclusive as possible. So there's a whole new template that's been released. I was, re I was reading through it just the other day. But yeah, I mean, how how do you see we can get more women back in the workplace who are young mothers that, you know, who want to work and not just basically be at home? I think, uh, you know, uh, more and more of what we are doing, as you mentioned, one of the uh, one aspect is having the job description 
um, being more inclusive about the flexibility and uh, and so on and so forth. The other, what I feel strongly is about these programs to, uh, you know, I'm not sure whether there is a similar program of a returnship here in UK. Uh, I have to probably search more more about it. But like such programs are really helpful if you have them out on LinkedIn. Say we are looking for people uh, for women who are on career break and wa who want to return. Uh, it's like an in like I think there would be a lot more takers about for it, don't you think? Yeah. Um, so it's programs like these. Slowly, uh, when you get, if you see it on LinkedIn, um, it, initial hesitation will always be there. But given that the pro the, the promises it is for people uh, for women who are on a career break, so they would be you know uh, encouraged, and they would be it, uh, they would have that okay, let's apply, let's apply and see. So I think it's like continue on the path as uh, with having more programs like these at the corporate level to show that okay. Uh, women are, you know, welcome back into the workforce. That is most important thing. That our values, uh, our skills are valued, right? That uh, even though the skills might be outdated, but you know, the skills can be, you know, new skills can be achieved. Like they can be attained. It's not, uh, it's not a difficult thing. Um, I think what needs to kind of happen, and I mean, this is this is something me just throwing it out there. Yeah. Maybe Microsoft are brilliant at basically releasing videos, selling selling stories. Maybe they should do something that but focuses on, you know, with the with that return to work from being, you know, at home. I'm sure Microsoft could easily, you know, turn that around very quickly. And yeah. that, that way, you know, they made a story about it, generated that interest, shared yeah. it the, the, the wider world. I mean, not just for people in Microsoft would take notice, it'd be obviously other people as well and other organizations because yeah. You know, Microsoft are such a big powerhouse, and everyone looks at them because yes. you know the, the, their reach is just you know unreachable. I mean, they, they, they're all over the place. You can't you can't get away from Microsoft, but no matter what, yeah. if, everything you do in a day to day life is going to be going to be touched by Microsoft in some description. But yeah, I think you know mentorship and having that visual person that's there that you can go, well, well she was a working mother. Exactly. And she, that that that's what's needed, and, and exactly. I think. If that was made more visible from a lot more organisations, so people could basically, you know, resonate with what they've done and how they've returned to work and yeah. how the organisation they're working in is, you know, very much inclusive of, yeah. you know, everything. Then one, it basically sells the business better to anyone that wants to return to work. So therefore, you're attracting the right people because they've seen your content and they want to go. Well, you know what, you've, yeah. you're going to give them the opportunities that. I'm looking for and then too you're getting someone that um well the organization is basically getting someone that wants to work that wants to be there and wants to be involved yeah and we are very motivated and you can say that we are motivated you know there it's like um personally I could see that when I went went back into work I was eager to learn a lot like okay give me this I can do this I can do this even though I was overwhelmed I wouldn't say that I wasn't overwhelmed um but then uh we like it's it's as you said, I completely agree with it. You need to have someone you can see that you can resonate with and say that I can be, I can do this if she's done it or uh, if um, if they have done it, why can't I? So it it would just be a, a ripple effect of you know more and more women coming back into work. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll say I'll say you know over and over and over again, and I'm sure I said on the last episode that didn't hour ago. 
um, that you know, so mentorship and having that that key person there because you know I had a, a mentor that gave me the kick up the arse that I needed um, is important in anyone's career, no matter you know where you are, whether you're at yeah. the very start or in the very middle of your career. If you've got that right person that's there pushing you in the right direction, you're going to succeed. You're going to basically achieve what you are set out to do. Yeah, yeah. It, oh. it, that that is important. Yes, definitely. So I'm going to throw some questions out there. So I mean, we, we do this a lot in, the, in our podcast. Um, so in your career, obviously you've had you know that um, career breaks and everything else. What was the most challenging time in your career, and how did you overcome it? Um, the challenging time, would, I would say, coming back from the, the uh, career break, it was personally and professionally. Right, personally, I had to, uh, you know train my mind to say that no i can do this I, it is not unachievable it is doable so to train myself that was personally i that was difficult yeah it was peak of covid um we everybody was at home and uh, you know it, so the whole personally and mentally that was the most difficult part i have done uh, in throughout my career and the and professionally as well when i joined back uh, as I mentioned earlier, it, it's picking up. I, I was assigned to a team who was already working on uh, a project, so picking up things, picking up new technology, making sure that I'm make, uh, making some, showing some progress. So <clears throat> that was that four months were the most challenging bit, but I enjoyed. Awesome. And what, what's your your biggest career highlight today? Would you say <laughs> the car biggest career highlight? um would be where i am right now <laughs> because i i didn't think i would be here in uk uh, at different point uh, and working for microsoft to be honest uh when i uh, when my maternity ended uh i i felt that okay i could even you know i have to apply for a new job will i get the new job so the, all those things are, are, are crept back again but then I, with the support of my family, and I said, no, I can do this. I, I applied for a job, gave the interviews again for Microsoft UK role, and I got it. So, so again, yeah, the career I like is where I am right now. <laughs> well, that's, 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 that's perfectly fine. I mean, you know, I think joining Microsoft, obviously being there, obviously from, a, from a, the, the very start of your career, and then having to, you know, move from it, the UK, Microsoft India to the UK, and all, all them different challenges that you've had and obviously to be where you are today and still in the, the, a similar role is obviously you know, very important. So another question for you, which one I like to ask everybody because the, I, I do like hearing the answers. Mm -hmm. So if you had a time machine and could go back and speak to your younger self, what advice would you give her? I would um, give myself, the, my younger self, the advice that it's okay, things fall into place. Uh, but always believe in yourself. Yeah, I think that's what we've heard, you know, a lot because you, you've got to have that faith in yourself because, you know, if you don't back yourself to go out there and achieve, then you're not going to succeed, are you really? So yeah. you need to make sure that whatever you do, and I said it in the last episode, you're basically doing it, you know, for yourself because in the day, if you're happy within yourself, then, yeah. you know, Nothing can stop you at the end of the day, yeah. you know, because yeah. then obviously you're happy yourself, your home life, work life, they're all going to fall into place. Then you can really like, push on and be the best version of yourself. Yeah. 
And yeah, uh, and then I would also give another side advice that be open to more experiences. Um, uh, like I've done, started doing it lately. That's saying yes to anything I can say, saying yes to this podcast, saying saying yes to the idea of writing a dev blog, the first dev blog I published, saying yes to uh, a video on recruitment, which which I published on LinkedIn a couple of uh, two a month back, which got a very good response. So. Um, yeah, saying yes. <laughs> good, good advice, isn't it? It's like sometimes I say, oh, I don't think so. I can do it. Uh, it's like, can I, can I say yes to this podcast? Then you just say no, but and you miss out. Uh, so I've, I've got into the habit of saying yes and. And that's just it. I mean, you know, this this podcast came about because it was an idea that I had, you know, before um, I even spoke to John. That I wanted to basically do a a series where I was interviewing people, just talking about their careers, and then when I then met John, and then he spent literally a whole year of basically nudging me and filling up my inbox, going, "When are you doing the podcast? You know, can I be involved?" And it's like, you know what? Let's just let's just do it. And then you know, this has now spiraled into what it is. Is you know, this is episode seventy-two. We've done re-speaking sessions together on this as well at the South Coast Summit. You know, we've we've done, you know, quite a lot and hopefully, you know, we'll continue making that social impact um, that people are going to recognise because, you know, sharing people's stories is timeless. And I will say that that phrase probably many, many times over again <laughs> in, in this podcast because, you know, your story is your story. It's not going to change where yeah. obviously we all work in IT, Microsoft changes things on a weekly basis, whether it's a name, whether it's a solution, whether it's, you know, introducing a new feature yep. or blue screening my PC for some reason. <laughs> um, you know, there's going to be a reason for it. Do you know what I mean? Though I think doing this podcast, I just, you know, I I love speaking to more women in tech. And I say I do it in my day job, helping people in my in Fujitsu. So I will continue doing it as a male ally through, you know, life and not just in, you know, the community, but also through whatever organisation that I'm at, because it's important that we share experiences. We talk about obviously mental health, which you've touched on as well. You know, mental health is such a big thing. It's impacted yeah. me. It's impacted my family. I've been on the very horrible end of seeing you know, people taking their own lives from it and people then imagine it's not, you know, not 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 really you know pushing themselves further because even though they can achieve it because yeah. their mental health is basically stopping them from you know yep. going out there being very much involved in just general life and being you know an active person it's, it's i say mental health for me is just it's horrible but it's something we all have to talk about and i have yep. I'm I'm terrible at talking about it at times, and sometimes you can pop, people have heard me this podcast. I'm just literally like spitting it all out because I'm in I'm in that kind of mood. But say it very much depends on where you are on that on that scale on that particular yeah. day. Yeah. So yeah. Like I touched upon mental health, Andrew. It's it's very important, and I think it is. And every one of us goes through that. You know, we might not as uh, you know uh, understand that there's some a mental health issue at that point of time when you're going through those mirage of emotions. Mm. When you, um, uh, but it's like sometimes what I found helpful was me with that to just take a step back and uh, reach out to my family, reach out to people whom I can trust, and 
talk to them openly, share my feelings, and and to know that I have their support. You know, that is important. Uh, so it, it, I think that is important. It's very important to take care of yourself. Like um, if you are not happy and if you are not um, feeling safe, there's no point in all of this, right? <laughs> so yeah. you, you need to work. Self well-being is massive and it has a, you know, taking, you know, each day at a time, yeah. no matter how you're feeling is the way to basically making sure that you're protecting yourself whether that's yeah. from whatever you're feeling that particular day or to you know just you know you're building yourself back up again because you know everyone takes a hit and a, and a, and a knockback but it's then how you basically handle that and then go forward yeah yeah and always having uh reaching out to people if you need help yes which you uh, know again People are terrible at, especially men. That the men don't like talking to anyone about anything, especially when it comes to how we're feeling. But yeah, it's something that know. you know. Again, I'm I have to do a lot more with my wife and basically just share with her how I'm feeling that particular day. I mean, she has her own issues as well. Um, she's off with is it fibromyalgia, which is obviously a horrible um, problem that she has. But you know, she still gets on with the day. She still does things and put mechanisms in place where she can get on and just basically you know, achieve and get on with the day and do what she needs to do. Yeah, all the power to her and you. Thank you. Right then, I think we're coming close to my, our recording time. So uh, Priyanka, thank you very much for joining me today. Even though I had so many issues in joining <laughs> in this episode, it's just, I, I've never had so many IT issues in one day, especially when, <laughs> after you recorded one episode, you think everything else can be fine, but no. Yeah. The world decided to throw me a big spanner and yeah, my PC is just, I don't know what it's doing, but I have to fix it because I, say, I do have another podcast episode this evening. So yeah, I've got a few hours to fix it before that one. So, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me. And no doubt, because you're obviously UK based, I'll probably see you at some point, especially if you go to any community event, um, because yeah, the IT market is what it is. People move around, people see each other yeah. all, all yeah. over the place. And, but thank you. Thank you, Andrew, for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure. It wasn't that scary, was it, really? No, it wasn't scary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making me feel comfortable. Thank you, I appreciate no, it. And that's, and that's it. You know, it's your story, and you, you should be feel comfortable in sharing whatever you want to share. You know, that's that's you know, that's you. That's your personality. That's your life. That's your career. You know, you should feel, always feel comfortable in your own skin, because if you're not, then you're gonna you know have problems. You're gonna struggle, and it's. It's not good for yourself, is it? So, well, I like I have another thing. You could have a reverse podcast of um, interviewing you and your life, and as to why you came up with this idea. Like, <laughs> you could have another podcast interview for. This. I, I think to be fair, though, I think oh, I, I literally went through all the seventy odd episodes and literally cut out every single bit <laughs> of why I've done it. And <laughs> literally with the same thing over and over again. John kept harassing me. John kept harassing me. John kept harassing me. <laughs> But no, it's, it's all good. I mean, we've built up a good um, relationship and, you know, we've shared so many hours on this now, basically recording people's stories. So, you know, I absolutely love it. And it's, it's opened doors for John. I mean, John's made quite a few friends out of this podcast who, you know, spends a lot of time speaking to regularly. So it, it is what it is. I, I'm happy to, you know, keep doing this. And, and so is John. And obviously we have Sophie as well, who joins us when she can. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's all good fun. I love, I love that. I'm just chatting away. <laughs> cool, thank you. Right. 
everyone else who's been listening to this podcast hopefully this episode will be released um, before the South Coast Summit and before the nominations close for us voting us as the Social Impact Awards. So yeah, Priyanka, I'll give you a link. You can vote for us. We are, you know, just, we, we, we're here. I mean, it's not about winning awards, for, but it'd be nice to basically have a trophy, but we're all about sharing people's stories and you know, I, I love doing it. So thank you everyone for listening to this podcast today and we'll see you on the next episode, which I'm recording in a few hours time. Lovely. Thank you very much and see you all soon. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Microsoft Spotlight podcast. Please make sure you hit that like, share and subscribe button to help us promote our message. You can also follow us on Twitter at MSFT Spotlight and we're also on LinkedIn, the Microsoft Spotlight podcast. And finally, we'd like to tell you a little bit about Pit Titan and thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Remote migrations start here. Let MigrationWiz do the work for you. It's fast, secure, and 100% SaaS, which means you can migrate at any time and from anywhere. Migrate mailboxes, documents, public folders, personal archives, or even Microsoft Teams with just a few clicks. No special training needed and no customer downtime. When the work matters, choose MigrationWiz.